0: Welcome to The Build Up by Alibaba Australia, New Zealand, a bite-sized podcast series here to demystify the journey of entrepreneurship with in-real-life advice from industry experts who are in the business of The Build in the midst of creating entrepreneurial projects of their very own and finding their way in the world of biz. Learn, laugh and dream big with good humans doing great work and get inspired to build an entrepreneurial journey of your own. This podcast is an initiative of Alibaba Australia, New Zealand, the global technology company and is produced by The Peers Project, where progressive podcast dreams are brought to life. Hey builders, and welcome to the final episode of The Build Up by Alibaba Australia, New Zealand, a guide to finding your way in the world of biz. In this episode, we explore the importance of finding a balance of purpose and joy between both life at home and life at work. Based on the Alibaba Group's cultural value, live seriously, work happily, or Today we're joined in this conversation by Carl Murray, Global Cloud Executive at Alibaba Cloud. In a nutshell, Alibaba Cloud provides a comprehensive suite of global cloud computing services to power both international customers, online businesses and the Alibaba Group's own e-commerce ecosystem. Alibaba Cloud is also a trusted gateway to Asia, especially China. As the leading cloud provider in this region, China Connect is Alibaba Cloud's channel to help international companies do business in China. Carl's role is to support customers on their digital transformation journey and global expansion and provide leadership and mentorship to the team. Welcome, Carl.
1: Yeah, thanks, Michelle. It's very exciting to be on this um, podcast today. Um, Fantastic introduction as well. Uh, I I thought I had to do that myself, uh, but you've actually done it for me. So I'm actually um, really pleased that you're able to do that and and give an introduction and give an understanding of a little bit of what we do, but hopefully we can go into a little bit more detail as we go through the session.
0: Amazing, Carl. And look, we will, and we're very excited to have you here with us with all of your knowledge about the cloud space. So please do take the mic and share with us in your own words who you are, what you do, and how you do it.
1: I guess who I am, um, yeah, so I've worked in the technology industry for close to 20 years. Uh, I used to work in the finance industry and had a I guess, uh, uh, coming to the technology industry. Uh, actually, went overseas and came back and, and I sort of worked through different areas and different roles through the Australian IT industry. But um, the Alibaba role came up Probably about three years ago, a friend of mine was working here, and I thought it was a great opportunity to work with probably the fastest and largest growing company in China with the fastest growing economy in the world in terms of major economies, and I thought it was an opportunity too good to be true, so I jumped on the opportunity and I uh, was successful through the interview process, and then I started just short of three years ago, so three years, my three-year anniversary comes up in April
0: amazing colors. It's, it's so exciting that you were able to join this absolute tech giant. What is it that you do as the cloud exec here and, you know, can you talk to us a little bit about your role and and what Alibaba Cloud actually is?
1: Yeah, sure. So in my in my role, I work with various organisations around the world. To be honest, so some of my customers are, in, are based in Australia, some are based in the US and Europe, and typically, like most, or a lot of organisations, they have an international um, focus and a global footprint, and often that comes into Asia and China, and that's where Alibaba Cloud, I guess, was born. And because of that background and knowledge of that market, is that we have a lot of investment in the region and a lot of knowledge about the market and compliance and other areas. So typically on a day-to-day basis, um, I'm working with various international organizations um, to help with that sort of digital transformation um, along with the journey. We also work with a lot lot of um, ISVs in, in the market as well. And through that work as well, they're able to help their customers as well. I guess Alibaba Cloud uh, is what we call a hyperscale provider. I guess it's a, a term that's used by Gartner. Um, so there's six hyperscale providers in the world that they classify large enough to be called that. And a hyperscale provider means that they have a certain global footprint and they're generally large companies because it costs a lot of money to invest in cloud type of technologies. Um, over a long period of time. And and I guess uh, uh, only certain technology, glo- uh, global technologies have the ability to, to um, deliver against that. So you might hear the names of AWS, Azure, GCP, uh, Alibaba Clouds One, um, and there's also uh, a few others as well. Um, but that's what we define in the market as a hyperscale provider.
0: It's absolutely fascinating. Talk to us a little bit about Alibaba Cloud as a business opportunity for young entrepreneurs, for young businesses, for small businesses, you know, how does that help us and how can we get involved in it?
1: Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, obviously deal with very large companies, but very small companies as well. I think uh, it's important with the, with the onset of cloud technologies, it's being able to create an e- ecosystem to create innovation at scale, global scale that it's never been done before. So what used to take a company generations to build and and, and, and deploy, if you think of a company like Uber, Netflix, Um, TikTok, all those type of companies is they're able to build a global type of business, um, not overnight, but using um, cloud technologies to help test, innovate. They don't have to invest a huge amount of infrastructure that typically creates huge barriers of entry. So I think from a a cloud perspective, it's been very very, um, helpful for entrepreneurs to be able to to leverage. And Alibaba Cloud has been able to do that successfully with, um, uh, I think a very good example is Airwallex, so Airwallex joined our startup program um, um, some time ago, and based on that, obviously they're one of, the, you know, obviously Australia's largest you know, unicorns now. Um, so they've been a great success story for Australia. But we've also been able to support them into their market entry into China with, you know, our technology footprint, our knowledge of that market, the compliance of that market, um, and so we've been able to take them through that various parts of the journey. So I think from an entrepreneurial perspective, from pure cloud perspective, I think that. The, um, there's great opportunities to innovate and to scale your business, and in particular with Alibaba Cloud um, supporting, uh, I guess your market entry into that Asia and China type of a type of business is that we have all the platforms and I guess tools for success for um, um, entrepreneurs, um, young and old, whoever, who, obviously um, whatever is available in terms of um, in terms of that opportunity, and we look forward to um, hopefully helping uh, the next Wallops in the world.
0: We'd love that lx is is absolutely just booming and it's so cool to hear that alibaba cloud played such a pivotal role in their expansion so can you talk to us a little bit about the versatility of alibaba cloud you know you mentioned that there are a lot of kind of different avenues and different ways in which it works but could you speak us through kind of the versatility of it and how we can best understand it
1: yeah so I guess some versatility is that you, you know you can you can build your own platform um using very small footprint at a very low cost and be able to start and and get going and you can you can purchase infrastructure at a per hour basis or or, or per month basis or per year basis. So there's huge amounts of versatility regarding that. Also, I mentioned the startup program, we've got various programs for, you mentioned China Gateway as well. So we have various programs that help large and small companies and we have both that use our our, our programs into, including the China Gateway program that are able to use the various modules of that program to be able to launch their business in particular into the Asia and China region.
0: It's absolutely fascinating. Look, how you've been in this role for, for a while now. What motivates you to keep building? This podcast is all about the build up and the build. How do you stay motivated? What motivates you to keep going?
1: I think uh, I mentioned before, and, and this comes down to, I guess, the, um, the explosion of, of of what we call, you know, startup and entrepreneurs, is that because of the cloud platform provides a global infrastructure and access to services that, you know, normally the cost of actually accessing that, like uh, uh, various type of technologies um, that, you know, a, a very large organization could only afford before, but the access to that is, I guess, is there's a level playing field for, for, for everyone regarding that, um I think being part of that journey and being part of that, I guess um, change in the digital footprint, you can see um think companies that weren't you didn't know about three or four years ago. Um, or may not have used in your everyday life is it, it, it makes a, a massive impact to to our uh, to our lives now. Before that, you know it used to take a long, long time, 10, 15 years for a company to make an impact where uh, or individuals where it's it's much faster now. And I think being part of that digital transformation journey for, with our customers and I guess uh, people uh, individuals in in all sorts of country, countries around the world uh, keeps you really motivated. Um, and being part of that, I guess that uh, cloud journey we, um, is is something that excites me, and 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 making an impact on that society is is something that you know I enjoy, and it certainly keeps me going all the time.
0: We love that. And what are you currently building at at Alibaba Cloud that we can look forward to seeing? Is there any anything new coming out that we could look forward to kind of getting our hands on?
1: I think with the pandemic, um, uh, we noticed that uh, we, we were able to help quite a few educational institutions support the international students with um, online learning, including University of Western Australia and the University of Sydney. And what we're seeing is that um, you know a lot of these educational institutions and, and what we call edtech type of organisations that they're um, really grabbing the opportunity to um, uh, develop their online programs. Um, not saying that you know online will, will obviously replace face to face teaching but it's certainly a a, a great opportunity to um scale your business um unlike you've done before um so we are obviously um continually building our solutions and products and programs regarding that um as we see it's a, you know a key sector um that that uh, we support we'll continue to support moving forward
0: it's very very cool i love it Great. Look, so Carl, now I want to move on and have a bit of a discussion about today's Alibaba group cultural value. And that is live seriously, work happily or Carl, what does this value mean to you and how have you found the balance between your work and home life?
1: Okay so the 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 value is quite an interesting one and I'm glad I got this one as well because it's the one that I keep looking at wondering what it means. Sometimes the translation doesn't quite come through in English. Um so and and, and like every cultural value I think it comes down to the individual in terms of that interpret it as well. Um but the way I interpret it is to make sure you enjoy your work because you're there a long time. Um, So you've got to be passionate about it, and if you're not passionate about it, find something you are passionate about, because if you don't, I think that you'll probably lead a pretty unhappy life. That's the way I interpret it. I think in terms of the work-life balance, to be totally honest, it's trial and error. Certainly, I remember early in my career, I was uh, almost like a workaholic. I still have a quite high work ethic. I'm certainly much more careful. I can see the signs when fatigue sets in or I can't concentrate any more. So I'm a lot more experienced with that. So if you can learn from what's good for you and, and, and what works for you, I think it's important. But I don't think there's any sort of set formula regarding that. But certainly, I think if you go back to the cultural values, that if you do really Work happily is that you, you know, I think it'll be much easier in the long run to 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 be happy as well, so I find meditation helps a lot to be honest that's been able to help a lot and I've been doing that for almost ten years sort of 10, 15 minutes a day, so that certainly helps me to ground myself and and focus and concentrate and rested throughout the day to be able to work uh, be able to sort of produce results and and keep my energy levels up
0: and keep building I'd love it. You know, you mentioned this idea of passion and, that, you know, you, you kind of want to find that in your career in, in some ways so that you can live happily. How can we get better, you know, as young entrepreneurs, as young business owners at leaning into our passion and, and actually kind of shaping our career around that or our businesses around that? How can we get better at that?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think you have to try different things for a start. So I think that you've got to have a a, a wider perspective on, uh, you know, uh, what how other people were motivated and 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 what what how. What makes them tick, um, uh, and this might be when I say people might be an organization or, or a, a government or a, uh, whatever it is, is that you know you've got to have some perspective on on how, what motivates them re- regarding that and, and learn from those people's motivation um, and, and be able to channel that in terms of what you want to do, but ultimately, any motivation comes within the individual, so you've got to work out what makes what brings you energy. And the only, I, I guess from my perspective is that you try different things. So if you think that you've got energy at the moment and, you, and you're and you motivated some way, try something different and see how you feel. And you might actually work out, well, that doesn't work for me so I can go back. But I'd certainly encourage people to try different avenues in terms of the way you approach problems, um, way they think about how they're, might plan the day or, you know, what's their focus for the short term or even things they do outside of work, maybe try something different or meet new people or do something different and, um, and that might ignite different ideas and passion and motivation within, within yourself.
0: So well said. I, yeah, I so resonate with that. When it comes to you and your role as the global exec of Alibaba Cloud, I can only imagine how demanding that role is how do you navigate your way through it so that you can perform it at your optimum level and so that you can really push the company forward? Is there any tips that you can give us that you use?
1: Uh, I'm naturally an impatient person, but I, I'm going to give you some advice that you need to be patient as well. Um, <laughs> and take long-term perspective on conversations you have internally and externally with um, in, in in, um, especially internally and uh, this is a large organisation so you've got to have uh, a, a perspective on that um, whenever you're obviously dealing with certain situations and issues and problems as they arise in business is 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 obviously you need to resolve them but you also need to work out okay well if I resolve them in one way how much uh, I guess uh, money do I withdraw from the bank to, to do that so um, it's important how you do that and I think from customers perspective as well uh, I always tell people that, um, you know, you, the people you meet along the life, even though you might not um, necessarily do business in this in this role or, or whatever it is, that you may meet them in a new role or they may move to a new company uh, or they may talk to people that you know. So I think it's important that you, you, you obviously uh, put your best foot forward no matter what the result is of the interaction. It may not always mean that you make a sale or, or something like that. Um, so I think that uh, long term perspective and patience is something I've learned along the way. Um, so I think that's sort of something that keeps me keeps me grounded, and um, I, I, I guess uh, keeping the, the view of of, of of you know where where I want to be in twelve months as opposed to today or tomorrow or even now.
0: So so valuable. Oh my goodness, Carl, I'm finding this so fascinating. We've got so much wisdom, and it's so great. I've got a final question for you and that is more around the work-life balance analogy that we talked about before. What are some of the things that we can do as young entrepreneurs and those of us building businesses and whatnot to kind of strive to achieve some sort of better work-life balance so that we can enjoy, we can really live seriously but work happily?
1: I think mornings are wasted a lot, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think that if you can learn to get up in the morning and get things done. Do your exercise, uh, prepare, uh, whatever you need to do. Um, it certainly makes it a lot easier than doing it later. So that, I suggest that you, if you're not a morning person, you try and be a morning person, and, and get things done before the workday starts, or whatever it is. And I know that obviously, and sometimes people will work better at, at mornings and nights, but that's 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 my advice: is that become a morning person, learn how to do things in the morning, and get things done. It's much easier than later.
0: Perfect. Amazing, Carl. We'll, we'll leave it there. Are there any final words you'd like to leave us with when it comes to Alibaba Cloud or today's cultural value?
1: No, I just, I, I just think that you, every, every day, is you, you know, if you're doing your best, that's all you can ask for. So um, don't be too hard on yourself and um, uh, make sure you give you a pat on the back occasionally.
0: Love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Build-Up by Alibaba Australia New Zealand, a guide to finding your way in the world of biz. Before you go and start building, hit subscribe and leave a review if you found this podcast helpful. That way, more people like you are able to find us and listen too. To keep up with all of the exciting events happening in the world of global biz, follow Alibaba on Instagram and Facebook at alibaba.anz and subscribe to the Alibaba Made Easy email list at the link in this episode's description. Thanks again for listening and remember to never stop building your dreams.